would like to use as a topic this morning, nevertheless. I preached a message here before with the same heading and the same title. But I believe that this morning the Lord impressed upon me to share this message again. I don't know exactly who it's for. Maybe we'll understand by the end of the message. I want to read verse 16 through 18 again for you from the Message Bible. And its meaning, I think, will give us a greater appreciation for what's going on. Watch this. In the Message Bible, it says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar, Your threat means nothing to us. If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace and anything else you might cook up. O king, but even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference, O king. We still would serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you set up. I think y'all missed it. Look at somebody and say, nevertheless. Our country right now could use this encouraging word. Not just our country, but the entire world could use some encouragement. Uh, we're dealing with catastrophic disasters all over the world. islands and countries to our south and southeast have experienced devastating loss because of Hurricane Irma. Just a week and a half ago, our own country and our neighboring state, Texas, was hit with their own hurricane. Houston lay underwater for several days and still people are dealing with the effects from the hurricane. People have lost homes and vehicles and all of their material goods. Many people lost everything that they had, their homes. And some people even lost their lives. And if that's not enough, it seems as though uh, Harvey brought Irma and Irma called Jose. And so as a preparing for Irma to make her way up the Florida coast, they're also warning that Jose is behind her, ready to make his impact. Then if that's not enough, they say that there's another, believed by the name of Kita or Katia or something to that manner, that is forming as well. Mexico is dealing with its own travesties as they were hit with an earthquake that registered 8.1 on 
on the Richter scale. If that's not enough, then California is dealing with uh, massive fires that they can't seem to contain and can't seem to control. On top of Donald Trump as president. Racism seems to be rising. Even from the early 1900s, it seems to be at a heightened state of sensitivity where division amongst the people is increasingly becoming more and more dangerous. We know this from the riots and rallies that were held in Virginia. So with all of these things going on that are happening across the world, we haven't even gotten to what you're dealing with individually. We hadn't gotten to what you're dealing with in your body. We hadn't gotten to what you're dealing with in your house. We hadn't gotten to what you're dealing with on your job. We hadn't gotten to what's happening in your finances. We hadn't even talked about what's going on with your children. We hadn't talked about all of those things. And it seems that uh, with all of those things that's going on in the world, uh, where is the hope? Where is the promise? Where is most importantly Well, now some of us who have developed what I call a nonetheless, that in spite of what's happening, God is still good. In spite of what a hurricane might bring, in spite of what rains and storms may form and what damage may be done, God is still good. I heard this morning on the news that Irma was supposed to make her way through the Bahamas. And then I woke up to learn that she had decided to change her course. And I saw this on the news and then I turned on Pastor Jamal Bryant uh, to hear him this morning and heard him give testimony of three friends that he had that are pastors in the country of the Bahamas. And what he said was that Irma didn't just change her mind on her own. But I know three brothers that's praying and caused her to change her voice. Now, see, I, I like the revelation and the fact that uh, we understand that we don't have to deal with what the earth gives us. That God gave us dominion over the earth. And far too many times we just take whatever circumstances will come to us and close our mouth and just say, we just gonna pray. And all over Facebook and all up and down the timeline and all over the country, you hear people say, man, we just gotta pray. Well, I submit to you that prayer ain't enough. I know you wouldn't go like that because I understand that prayer alone changes nothing. Yeah, because you can pray and if you don't change your behavior, your prayer is negated. If you pray and don't come out giving thanksgiving, your prayer is negated. But I think that we, we misunderstand uh, uh, what's going on and we have to come to the conclusion 
that man has been given dominion and authority in the earth realm. And as long as man is given dominion in the earth realm, we're still praying for God to take care of storms that he put us in charge of. See, we've been so conditioned to singing songs and doing things and saying things that don't line up with the word of God that we find ourselves putting struggles on our own self. I submit to you that we don't even sing a song such as I'm coming up the rough side, indicating that, uh, and I've heard people say that if I speak to the mountain and it don't move, God give me strength to climb. Now the devil is a lie. I ain't climbing nothing. He didn't tell me to climb. He told me to speak to it. And if I speak to it and don't doubt in my heart, I shall have whatsoever I say. Look at somebody and tell them, you wrestling with stuff you're supposed to be speaking to. If I were you, I would stop wrestling with them devils and start talking to them. Now, we don't wrestle with riches. We cast them out. We don't speak. We don't deal. You, you get into battles with them and arguments with them. But the Lord says that the weapons of your warfare are not corner, but they are mighty and true God to the pulling down of strongholds. There's some things in your life that you're dealing with that you're still trying to wrestle with. And God said, open up your mouth and speak to the mountain. So I was encouraged to hear that we had at least three brothers in the Bahamas that were willing to face the storm and say that you can't come here today. Wish I had some folk that could agree with me. Yeah, but the storms of life keep raging and the winds keep on blowing. That that is my favorite song, but I I, I, I had to stop singing it because it says if the storms don't cease. Well, I don't made up in my mind that the storm don't have a choice. Y'all talk back to me after a while. Yeah, you don't have a choice as to whether or not you go cease. I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to peace and to be still. And so I've decided that I'm not wrestling with stuff that I'm supposed to speak to anymore. If three brothers can get together and pray. And cause a hurricane to Circumstances and made them the most conducive and comfortable for me. But God. 
and danger. Yeah, he is your protector. He is your shield and your buckle. But that's because he says there's some stuff I'm not going to take you out of, but you don't have to go through it. I wish I had somebody in here today that understood that just because I have trouble, that don't mean I ain't living right. Just because I got stuff going on, don't mean God ain't pleased with me. As a matter of fact, if you have any type of anointing and call on your life, it's uh, more likely that you're going to go through more trouble and more circumstances because the enemy is trying hard to get you off course. But how many of you know that what the devil sent, God will use to make you stronger? Whatever he's sending for you, God is going to use to strengthen you. And he's trying to develop in you a nevertheless spirit. We find these Hebrew boys there. Let's get to the text. We find these Hebrew boys there who definitely have a calling on their life. Because they're in a foreign land. Uh, they've been taken captive from Jerusalem and now they are brought into Babylon and in Babylon King Nebuchadnezzar does not recognize God as being God and they find themselves in a foreign country literally in captivity but the Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 that they found favor with the king because they were wise and smart but the king said I don't want you to go by the name that you had I want to change your name to something else and so he takes the name that God gave them and so calling them something else. And I come by here today to tell you that you don't have to go by what people call you. Because people will call you a whole lot of things. Yeah, but that don't mean you have to answer to it. People will put a whole lot of labels and tags on you, but you should remember what the Lord said. They'll call you dirty, no good, my low-down scoundrel, but God said you are redeemed. I refuse to act like what they call me. I'd rather I answer to the call of the Lord. And so this you call us king, God named us and called us something else. Find themselves in a foreign country. Find themselves dealing with obstacles and dealing with uh, adversity. And I need you to understand that just because you're called, just because you love God does not mean that you're exempt from adversity. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I told you before, you are a magnet for the attack. And I just made up in my mind that the reason that I'm going through so much, it must be that God has something greater for me on the other side. I remember in Luke chapter 22, verse 32, he told Peter, he said, listen to me, son, the devil has desired to set you. He's desired to separate you. He's trying to isolate you, but I'm going to separate you from my cause. Said this word with some folk on last night, that you might have to walk alone in this season. But walking alone does not mean that you've been abandoned and forgotten about. Does not mean that you've been forsaken and isolated. But what it does mean is that God just separated you. There's some people that God will cause to walk away from you in this season so he can have you all to himself. God wants to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with you. And that's why people ain't answering when you call. That's why people ain't returning your text messages. Because God said, I am the one that calls you to stand alone in this season. Because can't nobody understand what you're going through unless they're standing in your 
my worship. He's at his best. When I feel like I've just disappointed him the most, it's when he opens up the greatest doors. And some of these Hebrew bars, these Hebrew bars, they find themselves with uh, a dilemma because they tell the king, no, king, we, uh, we're not going to uh, serve your gods. And the Chaldeans concocted this plan and said, king, you need to make a decree. Make a decree that says that at the sound of the music, everybody has to bow down and worship your God and to give honor to you. And so the king passed the decree, long story short, and when the music sounded, the Hebrew boys did not bow to the music. And so the Chaldeans who were watching, the Chaldeans who were watching, we ain't figured out yet. Just because you joined the choir, now you got people watching. The moment that you say, I'm for God, people saw it watching. Y'all ain't gonna talk about you, I'm gonna talk to myself. Never seen folks so concerned about what I got going on. Y'all ain't gonna say this, I'm talking to myself. Never seen people in your house so worried about my house. I ain't talking to y'all, I'm talking to myself. I ain't never seen folks. Your hell, your house got hell to worry about hell now. I got my house. Take care of dirt. I ain't never seen folks. I'm watching you. That's gone. I'm gonna sit there just watching y'all be careful. People watch the house. I remember. When I first bought my house in Monroe, now my house on the highway, and folk were talking about, man, you don't want to live on the highway, man, folk going to be passing by. Man, what I care about? I'm a grown man. I pay the bills over here. What I care about somebody passing by my house and seeing a car? I don't even much care if you in the room. Oh, y'all ain't got to I got to stand before one person. Okay. I want you to understand that you can't be in bondage to the fact that people are watching. Yeah, you have an obligation to live right before God. Don't live right because people watch you. Live right because God is watching. I live right because I want my life to give Him glory. And I don't want to cause nobody to stumble. This ain't even about, I live unto the Lord. Chaldeans are watching. Trying to get through this. Chaldeans are watching. Uh, go back and report to the king. Uh, one thing I can't stand, brother Dog, is a snitch. Unlike the old tattoo, wet back, power, you can't come to me. Uh, yeah, they didn't go to the Hebrew boy, they went and told the king. So the king says, uh, bring him to me. Now the king got to show he big. He bad because you got to understand that when a king makes a decree, yeah, his decree, his word is law. And he has to stick to what he says because the moment that the king shows the weakness in his word, he says to his enemies that he's ready to be conquered. And so he cannot go back on his word. Bring him to me. And so they go out and they uh, capture the Hebrew boys and they come before the king and the king says listen I heard a rumor yeah. you hate the fact that folk try to crucify you off of a rumor yeah. Yeah. you wasn't there you didn't see it for yourself you gonna go off a snitch yeah. 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 and we pay so much for it I drop it yeah. 
put it. See. 
but the, this is the kick of the whole message that this thing got good to me. Yeah. Because them boys facing the fiery furnace. And they just said that God is able. But in the next breath, they say, but if he don't, I can go home right there. I know that he's able. But even if he don't, I know God will work it out. I know he's able. He has the ability to. But even if he doesn't, you have a lot of people that'll be on the front side hollering about he's able. But can you trust him if he doesn't? Obstacles, 
And through your adversities, through your hurts and your disappointments, though you've been weak, weary, and wounded, bruised, battered, you felt abandoned, you felt alone, you felt weak and weary, you felt irritated and aggravated, you felt frustrated, you felt like God wasn't there. Nonetheless, I think it was Job that said it like this, though he slain me, yet will I.
They put them on a coat. Go back and read it. Put on their hats. And through all of their clothes. Put them on a coat. Now I'm fist to get burned. What you put me on a coat for? Put them on a hat. And go get all
God would develop in you a nevertheless. I pray that whatever it is you're facing, adversities, trials, troubles, tribulations, whatever you're feeling physically exhausted, tired, irritated, frustrated, aggravated, I pray that God would develop in you a nevertheless. That even if he doesn't do it, I'm still not going away. The altar is open. Amen. Amen.